what up, what up? Welcome everybody, it's Black Top Snack Talk, episode 15. It's me and Jose, we got a special guest in the house today. Roll call. You heard, it's your boy, man. The one and only, the myth, the legend. I think we're supposed to say that. I mean, self-introductions are cool. Self-promotion. It's your boy, Flav. Avery Share, man. You know. The, 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 the town zone. Come on, man. They crowned me. 206. They crowned me, and they try to come take the crown. Well, thanks for coming. He's our first guest. As, as uh, For all the listeners, as you've been following, Avery Share is our first guest on the pod, episode number 15. Adam, how'd you get Avery on the pod? Man, my brother. My brother and I've been, you know, waiting for him to come off the boat from Thailand. He just got back not too long ago and thinking getting ready to leave. What? Sunday. On leave Sunday. on Sunday, yep. Shit. On that's Sunday. A, that's a true professional. There's no off season. Yes, I mean, <clears throat> you know, it has his his good his good things and his bad things, you feel me? Um but I just rock with it. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't question the blessing. I just kinda let God lead me. And, you know, and, and take care of the rest, you know, when I can. Since you've been back, you've been able to watch any playoffs or you've been busy? Oh, yeah. I, you know, I'm catching playoffs here and there. You know, I just got a new spot, so I've just been taking care of that. But, yeah, of course, you know, I'm always checking in. I got Bleacher Report and all those different kind of apps, so I'm always tuned in to what's going on <clears throat> with the playoffs. Of course, he's watching his man, D-Rose, doing his thing, being yeah, the best out, player on the T-Wolves. Shout out to Droz. You know what I mean? They always going to count my man up, but what, what, they, what D-Way say? Fall down seven, stand up eight. That's a Chicago thing, I guess, but it applies to D Rose. Jabari Parker's coming back. He's playing better now. Yeah. Chicago. He's been killing. I'm not really feeling the D Rose dreads, though. I know, Flav, you tried to go with that look. I did. I, I rocked him for a couple weeks, and I'm on my way back or, or something like that. You know, I've been growing out my junk. You know, as one of your best friends, I, I would hope not. You don't oh, do that. Oh, well. wow. <laughs> oh, buzz cut heaven. Nah, I'm I know. Just, you know, doing something different. I'm always doing something different with my hair. You know what I'm saying? I never could do the same thing. You know, splash a little color here and a there. And, um, you know, some, you know, something <laughs> light. Something light. You know what I'm saying? Well, we appreciate you coming out. Thank y'all for having me, man. Bringing the family with you. Oh, yeah. You know, I had to bring the bros out, brought my son out. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, <clears throat> the people closest to me, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of people out here that claim that they're, you know, but you know, you guys. My friends, you know, my little bros, my son, you know, you got to keep the circle close, man. Definitely. Definitely. So we just kind of want to, you know, for those who don't really know Avery, we're kind of just going to go over your career a little bit. Chronologically, talk about from the beginning, Garfield High School up until where we're at today in Thailand. So starting off from Garfield, I mean... Graduate 2004. You know, slash 2005. Slash 2000. That's right. Slash See, that's two, another story. That's another story. Slash two, I do slash remember 2005. that. 2005. I do. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Even though I was a, I was an early <clears throat> student, but a, but a, a, a late starter. If that makes sense. Now we get it. We'll get to that. We'll get to that though. We get it. But yeah, Garfield. I mean. Obviously, everybody knows about Garfield and its heritage and legacy, you know what I mean? And um, going into Garfield, you know, coming from Meany Middle School, I obviously knew that. And um, there wasn't too many freshmen coming in that I knew about that was going to play and this, that, and this, that. But, you know, me being who I was and always having a chip on my shoulder, 
Um, it really didn't matter to me that, you know, the history and the legacy always matter, but the, the playing time and, you know, things of that nature and competition and going out there and compete, I mean, that's what mattered to me because at the end of the day, um, I came to Garfield knowing what I knew. Right. Was that Coach Floyd? Yeah, that was Coach Floyd, Wayne Floyd at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, he had won the title with, with Petty and, and Trey and Roy Dale and them guys, so, I mean, and right after, right after them, it was it was the B Roy, Conroy, mm-hmm. Marcellus, cu- Anthony cousin, Washington, cousin Andy. Miller, Jamal Miller, Eccles, a lot of missed titles, Marcellus Kemp. Come on, yeah. Hey, we, but but see, State do that. They gonna lock us in the first round with the defending champs. With you know what I mean? That's right. That's I, right. I remember when they played Foss with Mark mm-hmm. Axton. Mark Solomon Hester. Wyatt. Ooh, he dropped like 40 that game. Yeah. He had like 10 30. He was going crazy that game. And he was going on to Eastern. Top of the key jumper. So that when you were a senior, were you guys you guys didn't make state, right? You guys were what? No, district? we lost in the we lost in the playoffs, yeah. We lost in the second round of the playoffs to Tuyasa Sopo, who ended up going to UW and you know doing his thing. So, you know, he was a three way star, baseball, basketball, football, mm-hmm. obviously. And you know, he took us out in the second round. Is that Woodenville or Woodenville or Ingleborn? Woodenville. Mm-hmm. But we played at Ingleborn. We were at, that's where it was at the time, yeah. So following, so following Garfield, did you get a lot well, of, well, did you get, for, like, real quick, like, was anybody recruiting you? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. People don't realize that. <clears throat> I tell people that all the time. They, you know, they think I'm playing, but I got zero recruits out of high school. I got zero looks. I didn't get to play AAU and things of that nature, you know, growing up in the environment that I grew up in, you know. Um, it was it was there, but there was other distractions, you feel me? So I didn't really necessarily, you know, get into all that. I had to love for the game, but I also had to love for the streets, you feel me? I, it was like I had one foot in, one foot out. But, you know. It's like your hands, your hands were in two different... Yeah, you know, so I didn't have, you know, no recruits coming out of high school. I didn't have no right. looks or nothing. I didn't have nothing. I had to pave my own way. I had to get it out the mud. And um, I felt like that was the best way so that I could tell other people because at the end of the day, not everybody's going to go D1 or, you right. know what I'm saying? They have to scrap right. and claw and tooth and nail just for an opportunity, let alone a scholarship or a look or in- right. things. So I just, I stressed that. Like, like, I got it the hardest way you can get where I got to. I did that the right. hardest way. No if ands, or buts. Right. And we'll talk more about it as we continue. So after Garfield, North Seattle. Um, with the whole North Seattle thing was rest in peace to, to my uncle Roy. Um, That's right. My uncle Roy right. Flores. Rest in peace. He's a good dude. Um, my grandma hit me up right after high school, and she knew that I didn't graduate and needed you know point two five credits. Um, to graduate and she, this was like towards the end of the summer this is August so obviously people have gotten their teams they've right. established you know who's gonna be who you know barring any you know summer school situation they know who's gonna be in the squad come August and me in August I'm sitting there you know tooling my thumbs like I don't know what I'm gonna do with life let alone basketball right you know what I mean <clears throat> so uh, my grandma called and reached out to Uncle Roy, who's the dean at the time at North Seattle. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he reached back like, listen, there's a you know a tryout, an open gym, so to speak, um, at North Seattle at such and such time. Tell Avery to come up there. I want to talk to him. I'm going to introduce him to the coach. And the rest is in his hands. And I showed up there on a, you know, a sunny afternoon, you know, like 4 or 5 o'clock, you know, seeing the boys playing. Um, 
And what I do when I go to a gym and I'm trying to get on, whether it's a tryout or whatever, <clears throat> I just look for a while. I just, you know, I observe and I scan and I say to myself, who's the best in here? Or who's the coach favoring? Or right. who, you know, and then I go and I attack that person and I embarrass that person. Who was that person at North at that time? Do you remember? At the time, and, and, and what's so crazy, it's my boy now. Um, at the time, it was Ronnie Steele, my boy Steele. Mm-hmm. He ended um, up coaching there, didn't he? He's still, yeah. Now he's there? coaching the Edmund. Shout out to Ronnie. Those was the point guards. Him and, and, and another guy named Nate, who had just came off of ACL tier, but it was still out there playing in the Stone Cold Steve Austin knee brace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, do your thing, Brody. As you need, okay? Who's your little quick John Stockton looking point guard with the knee brace out there trying to get in me 94 feet? I didn't, bro. You must not know who I am. Okay. So. I, I mean I did that and I just I just when I attacked and when I when I want something I'm gonna go get it and that's what I did I, I seen the best players and the best point guards and I went and I torched them and that day they offered me that day believe it or not that day as soon as that open gym was over they wasn't bringing me to the side and they was offering me I want right. you to come here this is what we're gonna do this is what we could do for you right. blah, they asking blah, you like where did you put high school at where are you come from yeah I told them I went to Garfield you know, yeah. but so crazy this is the crazy part every time I tell somebody I go to Garfield they're like really what year? I mean, I've, you know. Well, you had a little growth spurt in high school, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I came into high school, I was barely five feet my freshman right. year. I didn't catch no growth spurt until sophomore year. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. One minute I'm 5'2", five, 5'3", five, next minute I'm 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, now was, you know what I mean? So, uh, that helped. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't blessed with height. I wasn't blessed with speed. In athleticism, I was just blessed to, to be the smartest man on the court. So everything else I had to grind for and work my, my tail off for, you know what I'm saying? Even before high school or even going into high school, my freshman year, I was slapping backboard barely and uh, just nicking it. <clears throat> and my man's A-Bone's brother, Ashton, the brother um, who was in gym class together, he's like, bro, you could do that. He got like instilled confidence into me. He was like, bro, do this, try this. And I tried a couple things. He told me to do this, that, and the third. I tried it, went home. Like jumping exercises? Yeah, jumping exercises and, you know, what to do. Went home, worked my tail off. And my little brother played video games and was, you know, playing with his little toys. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing jump exercises and, 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 and wall sits. You didn't and, have the strength shoes, huh? Nah, I didn't have that. I'm, the nah. back of the slam magazine? Nah, we couldn't afford that. We couldn't, you know, I barely got, you know, what I had then. You know what I mean? Let alone get some $150 shoes, you feel me? So... That's just what I did. So after after um, North Seattle, what was the next step? Because the, that's kind of like when we all, you, me, Charlie, we all started hooping. Uh, was it where you had to sit out? Was it like academics or was it a, a um, coaching change or what was going on well, there? Well, after the North Seattle situation, um, you know, Coach had brought me in and said what he had said to me. And it was kind of like, you know, okay, I don't know. He was going in. Um, that wasn't Billy Rogers anymore, was it? No, that was uh, Kyle Gray. Oh, Kyle Gray, yeah. So, you know, we, we talked to him. You know, whatever he said, what he said. I just, I just took it. I really, like, you know, people were saying something. You know, it ain't really nothing for me to say because you know, made your decision. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I just said, you know, okay, accepted it, you know, respectfully disagreed and kept it pushing. You know what I mean? And from there, it kind of was like, what's my next step? And from there, it was like, okay, <clears throat> I'm in a situation where. At the time, my girl talking about she pregnant, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, which way am I going? 
You know what I'm saying? Am I going to continue to hoop and go to school and be broke or put some money in my pocket and still go to school and do it? So that's what I decided to do. You know, called up, you know, my cousin got something from him and, and, and the rest is what it is. You know, I went to town, did my thing and I was hooping. I was in the streets and I had a, a brand new baby that I was taking care of. I mean, that's how I got out. I was going to open gyms with my son at, you know, two months, three months old. Right. People talk about this, you know, this this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Oh, can I cuss on this podcast? Of course. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, fuck you know, yeah, man. Yeah, hey, <laughs> dude, dude, fuck you, man. So, <laughs> you know, um, people talk about this shit and how bad they want it. <clears throat> and I laugh in my, in my mind. I don't laugh at them. I just laugh in my mind. Right. Because yeah. they weren't there at them, them North Seattle open gyms. They weren't there at uh, 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 Green Rivers open gyms yeah. or Edmonds open gyms. Well, and I got to. and I'm carrying a two month, three month old baby in the stro- You know what I'm saying? In a in a car seat. You feel right. me? Asking, right. you know, a random bro, bro, keep watching my son while I get on the court. Like, I, remember, I remember you bringing him to the games. Yeah, just yeah. so I can get on. on. Yeah, just yeah, so yeah. I can get on. Like, I, I'm going to bring him. The grind is not going to stop me. Me having a child is not going to stop my grind. Like, it's going to just elevate my grind. You know what I'm saying? So, I, that's what I did. I'm going to, you know, I'm in the streets. I'm grinding. I'm going to different, you know. But then, you know, basketball was always my love. And I played in different um open gyms after my first year of college and this, that, and the third, and, or, or, or PBAs and things of that nature. But, you know, at that time, my, my, my feet were deeply planted in the streets. And to be honest with you, um, basketball wasn't in my future at the time. It was just a passion of mine and something that I really loved. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really love, like, you know, words can't explain how much I love it, but I was so deep in the streets and I was making so much. It was much, hard to see it. Yeah, it was making so much good money. Like the money and the street life, and you know, I, every day was summer for me. You know what I'm saying? So right. when people be in the summer, like, oh, we got to kick it. I'm like, I've been doing that all winter, all spring. Yeah. Like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? So it's a different feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, it was dangerous. You know what I'm saying? People don't, that's dangerous when you're young, you have money, uh, uh, you know, a way of um, to protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? And you feel like nobody can't tell you shit. You feel me? And that's a dangerous feeling to have. And, you know, um, I think going to jail humbled me. You feel me? Because I I wouldn't have been hoping. I wouldn't have been overseas. I wouldn't have been doing none of that if I went to jail. It was a blessing in the skies. But that's what happened. Right. So, you know, after that, I went to Green River, though. So, at the time at Green River, I'm hooping. I'm trapping. You know, I'm doing my thing. And um, I'm messing with my mans from Tacoma at the time because I'm living in Tacoma at the time. That's right. My man, my man Dupree, shout out to Dupree, you know, and the whole Tacoma, the hillside, and, you know, the, the east side, Pacific, everybody, you know, you know who you are. You know how I mess with y'all. You feel me? It's your boy. Um, you know, Mark Trav, you know, G Ward, you know, come on, man. All my guys, man. Reese, all, come on, man. Um, so being out there and messing with my mans you know we just did our thing and you know we were so much alike that um school was what it was we always hooped and went to practice in that but school was what it was and we you know we young we in college i'm still getting money i'm just doing my thing i mean i'm living a fast lifestyle right you know what i'm saying i'm living a fast lifestyle and that doesn't correlate with school you know what i mean so I'm playing, trying to get eligible, let alone play basketball. I'm trying to get eligible. So I'm going to practice and going, you know, but I'm trapping, I'm doing, I'm smoking, I'm, you know, I'm just doing me, really. If it works, it works, but really, it never really was going to work the way that I was doing what I was doing. 
But I had an opportunity. I got a scholarship underneath That's the table. Right. I got an underneath the table scholarship at Green River. At Green River. They wrote the an dude, article about you. I dude, remember the dude that gave me the scholarship. Also, I gave somebody else a scholarship, um, and it helped like the twins, Rod, Rod, Rod. And he was like a little secret booster. You know what I mean? And uh, I met him. Um, he said he wanted to see me play ball. So uh, it was an open gym. He said he played ball. Said he was convinced. You know, he wanted to give me the money. Asked me what I was going to do with it. You know, this and the third. He looked me in the eye. Told me what he expected from me. I looked him. Told him thank you. Appreciate it. You know, got the money and you know, went to school. Um, obviously, I let him down because you know I failed that quarter and didn't go back to Green River that one semester that I did. But he took a chance on me, and uh, I appreciate him for that. You know, wherever he is. You know. Yeah. So after Green River. That's when you said you had your your time where you went away. Yeah, I mean, after Green River, it kind of was like, yeah, this is Hoop, Hoop is there, and I'm still good. But you was all right. You know, I'm still yeah, I'm still all right. I'm still yeah. all right. I still could do a little bit. I still could drop thirties and forties or whatever. You feel me? And I've it, seen it and, and dunk whenever I want to. And you know what I'm saying? You feel me? But um, at that at that time, it was like I'm trapping. I'm getting money. Right. I'm trapping. I got a mouth to feed. You know what I'm saying? It, you, you got know, a family, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the streets, man. And it, it didn't make it no better that my mom lived on the block. So it's like, you know, I can make a, I can make a lot of money just walking out my door every day. Right. You know, or answering the phone and walking out the door and walking back in, walking out the door, and I, right. you know, and that's just what I did. You know what I mean? So, um, I did that, um, and I got into a situation, you know, with the, with the, with the feds. And um, had to go down and do some time. You feel me? Um, right. Be away from the family, but um, through 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 support, through faith, through God, you know, through through everybody that helped me, um, including my man's, you know, worldwide Jose. That's what I call him. I call him. <laughs> I call him worldwide Jose because whatever I need and whenever, however I need it, and whenever I need it, um, I'm gonna come to him first. I'm not gonna come to my, you know, my dad or the, you know. I'm gonna come to Adam first with my issue, and more times than not, 99% of the time he's gonna get the job done. Whatever it is, whatever I ask, yeah. I just say what I'm gonna say, and the job's gonna get done. And that's why I love him to death. You feel yeah, me? Well, I appreciate it, man. So, so that's how it was. You know, like worldwide Jose. Yeah, yeah worldwide uh, Jose. He can place you all it's over actually, the world. Me. Canada. It's, yeah, it's, right. Yeah. Right. Come on. What's, what's actually funny about all that when Flav was away, his brother, who's here right now, Tez was playing for me at Shoreline. It was my first year at Shoreline coaching. And what happened was, unfortunately, Tez didn't make grades that quarter, and we were relying on him. Yeah, I told him I was going to kick his ass, too. He call, I right. called him from when I was in jail. I called him. I right. said, when I get out, I'm going to kick your ass, so just be ready. Don't even ask me no questions. Don't be like, oh, what's up, bro? Well, happy to be home. I said, I'm just going to kick your ass, bro, because I told you, if you fail, I'm going to kick your ass. That's just, I mean, it just turned on two ways about it, bro. So what, what happened from then is me and Tez, you know, we're, we're like family. So we were talking all the time. I'm like, I put two and two. Together. We needed a point guard for the next season. And I was thinking, man, this guy Flav has one year of eligibility left. Told Tez, I was like, dude, you guys can team up. I was like, I know the head coach will love him. So, you know, me, I'm start, I'm writing him when he's in, you know, when he's gone. Writing him like five, six letters. Still got the letters at the house. Writing him, you know, I'll, 
and then you know, he, was, he was responsive to it. He was, I was like, man, this could be, and I talked to him one time. I remember I was in my apartment talking to him. I was like, yo, this could be the opportunity you need to kind of like, make something out of nothing, man. You know, just cause you're at the bottom, you know? So let's, let's get out of here and let's, let's just move forward with life. You know what I'm saying? And let's use this platform to see where basketball can take us, Absolutely. take you. Absolutely. So, it's a you blessing know, in disguise. Yeah, so no fast. offense was perfect. All right, no, so no. we'll get to that. So fast forward, you know, I'm, I'll tell my coach, I was like, hey, man, I have this point guard. Me and my, I was telling my assistant, I was I was telling my other assistant at the time, uh, Coach Troutman, who know, who now coaches at Everett. Shout out to Coach Troutman. Yeah, man, that's my guy. Funny guy. Uh, Big, lovable guy. I was tell, telling my coach, Coach Turcotte, man, shout out to Coach Turcotte. Shout um, out to Turcotte, man. Uh, I was telling him, I was like, hey, I got this point Let guard. Let me do my thing. Got it. No, remember that first open gym you came? And he was like, man, I got the point guard from from uh, Cali. It's Ryan. Remember? Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, show me who it is. Okay, we, we show it to Ryan. And, you know, shout out, Ryan's our guy. Yeah, man. shout out to my guy, Ryan. Ryan that's my man. boy. Big West Kicks, man. That's yeah. our guy. Flav sees him. Game's to 11, right? Flav has all 11 points on this dude. Oof. And then, you know, Cali K, got, you know, he got a little... He has a, you know, has a lot of energy, a lot of real positive right. energy. But a lot of hostility in here. <laughs> yeah, man. So we we had to let him know. And from that first open gym, coach coach was man. Coach he was so coach loved him. Coach loved him. Yeah, that's my guy Turcotte. He really let me do my thing. Yeah, man. So like, that- he barely even talked to me as far as coaching me is concerned. He just do your do your thing and. Mm-hmm. You know, take take us to where you want to take us to. Yeah, I appreciate it. that's my boy, man, for life. So for we real. was able to like you know, Tez and Flav and Tez were able to play with yeah. one another. Something yeah, for I mean, the grandma to see, sh- mom shout and out, dad. Again, shout out to Adam. It was his game plan. He man. came up. He presented the idea of Shoreline, um, not knowing what my situation was going to be like when I came home. He said he presented an idea to me, and um, I loved the idea. And I kind of just grinded for that idea, you know, with my son in mind and, you know, time on my hands. Um, I took my body and I transformed it. When I, when I went in, I was only 155, 54 pounds, soaking yeah. wet, skinny kid, String bean, you know, remember. six foot, skinny, you know, you know, light, you know, quick. But um, when I went in, I just took care of my body You know, woke up every day at 6 a.m., Work did push up, started off with 100 push ups a day and just slowly worked up. And I, you know, started getting some homies and some fans in there and started working out with them. And, you know, they had already had been in for some time, so they already was kind of buff and yaki. And, you know, I got in the car with them and, <laughs> um, you know, got buff right with them. Next thing I know, I'm 180, 185. Right. You feel me? And, and, and I'm like that. So, um, that's what it was. That was that was my, my downtime to get closer to God. That was my downtime to get my body right because when I came home, we had an idea. You right. Know, we had a plan. Talked. We had a plan. This is what we're going to do. Go to Shoreline one year and either go to a major school or really go pro. Right. And that's an idea was one and done. We're one and done in this thing. So he was like, you have to prepare your mind for everything. Right. You know, because you're about to come home and the world's about to be coming at you a million miles an hour. You have to prepare your mind for everything because it's going to be temptation. There's going to be, you know, there's endless amounts of things that go on in this free world. You feel me? And when you're behind them bars, it's like you're dead. Okay, so when you're free again and you have access to everything, it's like don't go crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had a plan in place. Plus, I was on probation, so I had something over my head that was authoritative. You know, right. I told you before, nobody could tell me shit. So if you have some kind of 
authority that's beyond you that will take away your ability to do the things that you like to do, then it plays a little bit differently. You know what I mean? Right. So I had that. So I had to walk a a a a, 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 a narrow straight, narrow, straight yeah. narrow, to a certain extent though, because right. you know there's always loopholes in the system. <laughs> so yeah, man. So that uh, that season. Probably, probably one of my most fun, if not my most fun. Shout as, out to that to that team as, too, as a coach, man. Man, everybody. He, shout out to that team. Yeah, man, that was a that was a. Man. I had season tickets that year. We had a. Uh, you know what? I called a new gym, the house that Flav built because it was trash. Uh, we had until a, I did what I did and gave him the ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollar increase bonus, and this you know they got new gym and <laughs> new bleachers and new mat. I said, oh wow, what school is this? Oh, okay. We had a um, hmm. we had a very interesting uh, collective. We had a system in place. I don't know for you basketball buffs out there, Loyola Marymount in the mid '80s ran what they call the system, and it was just pretty much running gun, trap, press. Denver also ran it. Yeah, they Denver, scored 130 yep. points a game. Denver ran it. NBA record. And one of our uh, coaches. One of our assistant coaches, who the man, in the, the, the lead man, the man on that, Bo Kimball, yeah. who loved me. Bo Kimball loved Avery, former NBA yeah, shout player. Shout out to uh, Bo Kimball and his two elevens. Oh man, Bo Kimball, that's a good guy. The boy used to come to practice lit, huh? <laughs> and make everything though. Oh yeah, every jumper, squash, squash, squash. I'm like damn, bro, don't guard me too close, though. But uh, what is that, Ali? Okay, say that. <laughs> But that's my guy, though. But that season, we made history. Shoreline had him placed in the NWAC tournament in, uh, I think it was 10 years. We got seventh that year. Avery, that he he was second-team all-league, which he should have been MVP. He got a second-team all-league. He um, was an all-star, second-team all-tournament. Led the NWAC in assists. And he was third in the nation between... All college levels. I know. Oh, we NCAA. looked this up. Oh yeah, third We looked this up. Facts. JC, D three, NAIA, NAIA, NAIA D two, D one. It went. It went. Um, Marshall from North Carolina. Kendall Marshall. Kendall Marshall. Yeah. Then it went Scott Machado. Oh yeah. It went Scott Machado, and then it went me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? In the in the whole nation. You feel me? 9.9, 9.8. I was at 9.7 this season. Yeah, 9.7, which is like a shoreline record. I mean, I think he has a single season record. We got, we placed. Yeah, I tried to get the break the record for um in the, the tournament. tournament, but y'all didn't tell me y'all was that oh, close to it. Man, we because we was trying to we was trying to win. We was. Nah, I need to. I be needing to know we, information. See, like that. we uh, Westbrook. we can't. The game we have. Interesting. There was a lot of stories from that tournament. That oh, we, that tournament was lit. We can't from the time we got there <laughs> to the time we left. It was super lit. When I mean super lit, I mean beyond what you think, bro. We had fun. I will just say we had fun. We we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Uh, as no, a, it was as, insane. A, no, it was as no. a unit. The best team I ever played, the most lit team, bro. And I was on probation, so I couldn't do nothing. But it was lit. I, it, I mean, I did what I did, but I couldn't do it, everything that I could. We but had a good lit, time. And, uh, oh, my God. Throughout everything, we played seven. Flav hit a game winner one game after he had a concussion the night before. Oh, and, 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 and I'm playing he, with a broken ankle. His ankle's pretty much fractured and broken. Mm-hmm. He missed two games. I was playing. I was on a perk at the time. I got the little perk from the homie from Tacoma. Shout out to uh, shout out to her. She gave me a perk thirty. It was the size of a crumb. 
and she had told me at the time like listen don't take this whole thing cut it in fours i said how can i cut a crumb in fours <laughs> no she said cut, please cut it in fours like bro all right, man, this little crumb you get, I'm going to lose this motherfucker. You know what I mean? So I get out there, and I, I cut it in force with a little knife, little butter knife that I got from um, earlier in the day from breakfast and shit. And, then I, and I cut it in fours, and I popped it. She said, pop it about 30 minutes before you hoop. You know, and uh, I did it, and I'm in warm-ups getting warm, and I just like, damn. It kicked in. I'm hot. Like, damn, I'm sweating too. I'm hot, hot. Well, you're in Yakima. No, we was hey, in uh, nice we Tri Cities. Oh. No Honda, you know, the, the arena. Civic, it was nice. Yeah, it was an arena that was dope. It was a nice Honda arena. I, they, I mean, they have it now at Everett, which is Everett Gym is. No, they have a night. What I tell you earlier, little bro, about Everett Gyms, though. Everett Gym, Everett gym is lit, bro. It's big. It's college like. Man, man, shout out to Coach Troutman, man. That that gym is that gym is nice. But you, it was at the uh, what was it the Toyota? The Toyota, Toyota Honda Center, yeah, something like that, out in Tri Cities in the middle of it nowhere. Was nice. But it, no, it was fun. So he, Abe had, you know, a lot of buzz from his name there. So the next step was we got some college coaches coming. Um, coaches were talking to him. But then I thought of the idea. I was like, man. more Even more than that, you know, shout out to, to Coach Turcotte again. People don't even know this, you know, and I rarely tell people this, you know, that, you know, Phoenix Suns was calling me. You know, oh, the Golden, well, well. Golden Story well, Warriors that, well, was calling that's me. That's what I was about to that, get into. I mean, so. you know what I'm saying? You know, so let's not get it. I don't say that because I, I believe this is not what it is. I really don't care. But those are the people that was reaching out to me, even mm -hmm. to the point where uh, my boy calls me one time, like panicking. I'm thinking something's going on. Like, bro, call me right now. I'm like, well, okay, let me talk to you in two years, bro. What's up? Man, I just got done talking to my boy Wes. He's in California right now. And he said the scout for the Golden State Warriors is asking about you. He wants to know everything about this, that, and third. Like he's re ready to pull the trigger, come get you in. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, okay. I'm thinking like, okay, man, he's, he's tripping. So then I hit my boy West up like, hey man, what's going on? He's like, yeah man. He's like, he's crazy. It's going on, man. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so you know jacked that I'm involved. And so I mean, that's just a couple of the stories. Well, well. I mean, before he cut me off, I was gonna say we entered we entered him in the NBA draft. Okay, facts. big facts. And it it was before it's not how it is now. Like there was like two hundred. I think the the it was, the list was released today. It was like two hundred thirty three guys. I want to say, but you can enter without hiring an agent, get feedback and whatnot. But but only the best players made the list. There was right. a list of all the top players that they said were gonna get drafted. You know, the pre draft list. Right. So this guy. We, and I wound up making that list. We ended up, yeah, I got the papers from the NBA headquarters. We, you know, I, was, I did my research, got him. He filled him out. And we were like, man, I guess pros the move. So we turned in the yeah, papers. We took a, we take a, we, we took a le uh, leap of faith. Yeah, man. That's what you do. Shout out to all the people out there grinding for their goals, man. You know, when you're about to grind for your goal and you're on that cusp of trying to go and do one or the other, um, it's important to jump off that cliff and, and pray and hope that you will fly and know and be confident in, in, in it. You know what I'm saying? Because there was many times where I was on that cliff, like, you know what? It's a lot safer up here. Yeah. But um, when you when you jump and you finally feel like you're, you're flying and you're free, you're like, damn, why did I didn't do that a long time ago? I was tripping. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's right. what we did. So we, we did that and then entered the draft. We got a lot of pushback. 
pushback in the stance that they're like, man, who we seen? I seen a shout lot of out to both. No, 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 no. I seen no, no. Shout out to both though. Shout out to both the the, yeah. the supporters and the haters because that's what you know. That's what, what drove me to you know do what I did even more, even though I'm self motivated already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it was it was good to see the buzz, good or bad. The buzz was was what we wanted. You yeah. know. I remember Jeff Goodman was Jeff Goodman who does the you know the, the Levar Ball, the ball yeah. stuff. He said Avery Shear from Shoreline Community College. I, I don't know if it was a tweet or it was some something he wrote. He said he had nice short, he had nice numbers for Shoreline Community College, but he said who is Avery Shear, right? So at the time, you know, we get a lot of pushback. And what whatever. year was this? This was in 2012. So you, oh, yeah. you research it. He's in the draft or whatnot. Okay, didn't get drafted. So his agent. At, so what? The next move was I was like. Man, there's this thing I've been looking up and on uh, Eurobasket. I'm always on Eurobasket.com every day. I go on Eurobasket.com and they have a summer league. Boom, light bulb, light bulb comes up. I'm like, hey, Flav, let's do it. You know, if you got the funds, let's do it. Shout he, out to my grandma that always um, kept a little cash on the side for me. Yeah, you know, as a, as a loving you know, grandma, she always made sure that all her grandkids and their sons and whoever else had what they needed. And uh, she she was my biggest supporter. That's why I got her tatted on me. Shout out to my Emma. You feel me? Um, so I told him I told her about the you know about the uh, the camp. The you know the camp or whatever. The camp was that's at the same time league. at it's the like, summer league. Just the one down in Vegas. And Absolutely, I saw it and, I and it's on up. the same. Yeah, that's yeah you we went to breakfast. And yeah, yeah. I picked you up. We had to go eat. A, and you, you know just what? hit a buzzer beater. I seen a couple of those. Um, uh, that shop. I seen it in a couple movies. I'm like, this is a famous. I, mean, I went eight there. Me and Chuck went eight there. Seen it in the movie last week. I'm like, well, that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I was in Vegas trying to do my thing, trying to get on, grinding with with a lot of dudes, man. So it was a uh, yeah, and definitely hit a game winner. Facts. I remember you got you got a, you got a lot of buzz from that. There were some guys who, you know, Ryan Anderson was out there too. Shout out to Ryan Anderson. He had a game winner too in the was chip. Nebraska? Was it Mike James the out there? Mike James, the one that just was on the Suns. I don't. Mike James from the Suns, what? or he was in another camp. Listen, if he was, he might have been. But at the time, I didn't know who Mike James was. Right. So if he who? was there, he might have been. You know, Mike what I'm James. Saying? Who? Yeah, I didn't know who he was until he nah, came he, up here and they were saying, no, "Oh, he got belted," and then what I do to him. Oh, oh, we're quiet now. No, no. What did I do to him? Everybody was hyped. He was hyped for three for three days. He was hyped in the in the in the tournament, right? Huh? Oh, in, in, the, the, rip. in the rip in the rip the cut oh, the tournament. Rip. Shout oh, out yeah. to Rip the Cut. That was my uncle's homeboy too. We People don't know that that was, was close. There at the his shot, shout out to Rip. His shot. He was there. My uncle put him in his shot on Jackson on Ducey. I was there. I helped. You feel me? That's how close. I'll be telling people. I'm so close to everything without anybody knowing. You feel me? But yeah. Shout out to uh, to Rip the Cut in that whole tournament. He showed up, and uh, <clears throat> let's just say that uh, the title went home for the 206, you feel me? Right. And that was the last time I played in that tournament. But see, the, but see after Eurobasket, there was kind of like a – it was kind of like, oh, sh we had kind of like a not come to Jesus moment, but it was kind of like, oh, man, did we really make the right move because nothing was cooking. He got a lot of things going on for him. He got, he got entered into the D-League draft, right? right? But – his agent at the time, um, told even, me, he told me that they were kind of hesitant on taking him. Even though, no, even at the time, no, even at the time. Shout out to my first agent, my first Filipino agent, Chris McGeary. Yeah, Chris McGeary, um, good guy. On my last day, you know, I'm just you know on, on YouTube watching James Harden highlights. You know, I just you know just studying film, and um, 
I get a text message from him, and I ain't talked to him in a few months. He's like, what are you doing? How's it going? Dude? I said, I'm in Vegas. Like, You're in Vegas? Why? Are you? I mean, I'm just your old camp, you know. Just have, are you serious? You went to a camp, and you didn't tell me? that I got some people there. I could have been there. So he calls, you know, what happened to be the Malaysian coach, Coach Ariel at the time, and tells him and the assistant to go and watch me on the very last day of the camp, Euro camp. So they show up. I have two good games, you know, hit about four or five threes in each game. You know, I was, you know, it was a good day for me, you know, next thing you know, they're giving me their card and they're telling me, you know, what the next process is. So shout out to him. He was, a, you know, one that, sh- that sent the people up there and uh, I did my part, you know, and then, you know, some things didn't fall through, but uh, they hit me back and was like, come to LA and uh, we got another little secret private camp. I walked through the doors, guess who's in there? Pacquiao. Stefan Marbury. Arbery was, was in it there. Was it Pacquiao huh? in that one? Stefan, nah. Pacquiao wasn't in. That was a different tournament in oh, LA. Yeah, and Pacquiao yeah. was in the other tournament. You know, I was, I was in LA doing my thing in the club with her, you know, Holyfield. And, you know, oh, uh, I remember the Holyfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm at the money. Yeah, I was in there with him. He performed. You know, he was lit in there. But um, Was Marbury playing? No. What happened was his brother was trying to get on. Zach, Zach Marbury. Zach. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. And, yeah. Um, he was nice. I uh, like I said before, what I do for everything. I walk in the gym and my eyes get big. I start observing everything. That's what I do. I'm an observer. I observe everything. They told me I was a quiet kid growing up because I just wanted to observe and take notes. But um, yeah, I see Starberry in there shaking hands and kissing babies. I said, "Oh, politics is on and it's deep right now." Mm-hmm. I said, "So, oh, uh, main objective number one: go kill his brother, Zach." <laughs> Go murder him. Go whatever he done. Lock him up. Do it. And I seen what he was doing. Uh, horns, horns. Yo, kid. Yo, horns, kid. Yo, B. <laughs> Scream, horns. So you're, you're running horns for two hours, three hours, fam. I know exactly what you're going to do. It played exactly like Steph. When I say you played exactly like Steph, he has a bald head and he does exactly, exactly everything like Steph. Built the like moves, the crossover, the little over the shoulder. I'm like, damn, this is like it's bugging me out. Guarding him, no low key. Cause he's moving like Steph. Right. They have the same tattoos. It's ill. Same like even Steph. The, even the starberry on the head. Nah, he got the same little arm tattoos. Oh, okay. He didn't, I don't know if he even had to start at the time. He might have. But it, I talked to Steph too. Nobody wasn't even fucking with Steph like that. To be honest, nobody was fucking with Steph. Steph came by me. I was sitting on the ground on my bag after a little game over there. I'm like, oh, what's up, Steph? What's up, bro? Cause nobody was fucking with him. For three, I'm like, yeah, ain't fucking with Probably just got yeah. caught. Yeah, right after he got yeah, caught but, eating but, Vaseline. But I'm chopping it up with him like, he a cool dude. He chopped it yeah. up. He, nah, Steph's a good dude. But I had to do what I had to do to get on. You feel me? And make a long story long, uh, I got on and his brother didn't. So right. uh, uh, that, that should tell you what you need to know about what happened that day. Right. So, the, you know. Or those three days. <laughs> but right, I think the, the thing I was, once again, uh, I was just going to say that we was tra- talking about the D-League, the NBA, or now it's called the G-League. This guy was entered into the draft, but the, the people weren't really rocking with him because of he had a he had a history. And I think the same year... Um, a shout out to the dude at the D-League, too. When I tried out for the D-League, the Iowa Energy, I went to Chicago. Iowa Energy, yeah. Tried out. Listen, what people fail to realize this, and shout out, I'm not saying this to gloat. I'm not saying this to brag. I'm not saying this for... This is just facts. And, th- and this is all grace to God, too, first off. All the grace and all the glory goes to him first. But everywhere that I've went in this this great country in this great nation, whether it was Chicago, whether it was Vegas, whether it was, you know, 
Dallas or whatever, wherever I went, LA, yeah, yeah, yeah. wherever I went, I won and I got on right. everywhere. It right. don't matter where I went and got on everywhere that I've went because I had a method to the madness. I yeah. always knew exactly what I was going to do. It'd be 200 dudes in the gym from fresh out of college, 6'8", 6'9", 6'5", super bounce, super. How are you? How is this six foot one, six foot two, you know, player? That can't run high or you know can't can't run fast or jump high with a broken ankle, gone. That know, we never heard of. That, that we gonna get on. That right. we never we heard of from a shoreline CC. A, from, from, not from a JUCO. Yeah, from a CC. We're not from even a, from yeah. a community college. We were yeah, we we're not even a from junior college. Um, I got on. I get on everywhere. You feel me? And that and that was no different. You feel me? So, that's, the, that's the town mentality. So yeah. take so take us through. You know, we'll, we'll just go country to country real quick. You know, you had your first your first tournament. The first time you went overseas was Malaysia, 2013. You played in the MABA tourney. Uh, that was what ten games for the uh, Malaysia Dragons. Yeah, in Mary, in Mary, um, it was in Mary, Malaysia, and also in Kuala Lumpur as well. Yeah, because our homie, tournament. our homie Big Matt, shout out to Big Matt. Big Matt played in that tourney. He said Avery will do well in that tourney. So. No, that, I mean, I love that tournament. That was a good experience to go out there and uh, get my feet wet. Um, went out there on ball. I mean, I got player of the week. Well, you you know? got player of the year, guard of the year, import of the year, lead in assists, lead in scoring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, it was a good transition. That tournament helped me for the season and what to expect in my first year playing overseas. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you know, I was hungry out there because also, you know, being overseas is funny because it's sort of like high school because, you know, you start learning things and things are talked about. So I started hearing about how much dudes was making this shit. Oh, he's making this. Oh, really? You were chopping them. I'm like, oh, he's making oh, he's making 10,000? 10, okay, watch watch this game. And I'll go <laughs> crazy. And I'll go right. crazy and we would win and I would embarrass them and they would have less than 10 points. And, you know, but you know what? It was a gift and a curse because back then I played like Westbrook before Westbrook. I played like Westbrook. You feel me? If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I was always angry. I was always talking shit. And I always would back my shit up. And right. it had rubbed some people the wrong way. A lot of Filipino dudes. I would have been in the PBA a long time ago. It rubbed them the wrong way. I'm pretty sure it rubbed other coaches and GMs and yeah. owners the wrong way. Like, it's a man, passion. Fuck, they I don't... hate him. Yeah, he's beating us. Fuck, I, you know, I'm not fucking with him. I don't like it. Like, even though they don't know me outside of the basketball court, when I'm on there, I was angry and I was mean and I was talking shit. So that's just what I mean. That's just what I was. It, they're mistaking that anger with with what it was, and it was just nothing but pure passion for the game. Because I'm gonna play every game like it's my last. So I mean, that's just how I exhibited it. The ABL. You then you transition to the ABL. For you play, you know, 21 games there. Shout out to the ABL for hating on me. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's kind of weak how they blackballed you from that league. Oh, really? Uh, I don't think I know this story. Oh well, uh, and they're gonna and they're gonna call it the Avery Rule. Look out! Well, Look out. Don't call me no rule. That's really? really? It's gonna be hating on me. Yeah, pretty much. I go to the ABL and I do my thing out of nowhere. You know, well, I didn't was, play the first three games. You know, that's right. He led the league in assists, led the league in steals, triple doubles. Come on, second, second, first, second in first, MVP, first ever to get a triple double in their league. Yeah, first, first uh, ever, not, not including all the other ones that I got. First, I'm the first ever to get a triple-double in their league. First ever to get a triple-double in the playoffs. 
first ever to do a lot of shit in that league. But they just didn't like that. They didn't like how, like I told you before, I'm brass. I'm young, I'm brass, and I got a chip on my shoulder, you know, as big as, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, the Empire State Building. You feel me? And there ain't nobody that could chop it off or block it off. So when, when it's like that and I'm in my mode, you know, they don't like that type of shit. He come out of nowhere. He's second in defensive player of the year. He's second in MVP. Where did he come from? And is he legit? Is he really Asian? Is he really Filipino? Is he really? The... So they changed the rules. After that, they changed the rules and, and said, you know, your mom or your dad has to be born in the country that you're representing. Right. Oh, wow. Regardless of the paperwork that you got. Right. So or it doesn't, there's no documentation. It doesn't matter about grandparents or nothing like that. It and they ain't never be. had that rule before I got there. Until yeah. I got there. And then the GM, I never forget it. The GM that night where they already assigned me months ago. So they were trying to grandfather me in saying, listen, you changed the rules on uh, August 1st. But we had already signed him on July 15th. So right. technically you can't, you know what I'm saying, by law. Right. I remember. Law small. I didn't get to play. You know what I'm saying? And, and what's so crazy is, is the owner at the time, or the, the commissioner rather, excuse me, um, hits me up on Facebook asking me questions. Hey, man, you know, I'm on the player side. We just want to make sure everything is everything. Um, we talked to their side. We want to make sure your side is the same. But they had, you know, the other team had already hit me up. Right. You know, so, but everything was supposed to be solid. He's supposed to be on my side. And then I catch, so him, catch him in that, Thailand. Did you find a home on another team in the same league or just go to another league? I, I sat out. I was yeah. out for a little bit. And, you know what I'm saying? Trying to find, you know, not, not that long. But, you know, I was out almost a year trying to find out what my next, you know, situation was. So, you know. And then we, um, we landed the um, uh, Thailand. Um, 2016 summertime. But before that, I went to Mongolia. Oh first. yeah, you was in the Mo I went Mongolia. To Mongolia first, you know, and did my thing out there. That was the whole. I went in. That whole situation was fucked up because I went in already with situations. You mm -hmm. know, I, coaching change was already going on, and the new coach that was coming in was already bringing in two players that he had fucked with. But the GM has already brought in me and another dude. So right. it was like right. coming in and he like not trying to fuck with me. Like I got the niggas I'm trying to fuck with. Like, all right, bro. I mean, you know what I mean? No damn difference. They gonna pay me regardless and it is what it is. Like so he wanted to get fired anyway. Oh yeah. So then we go then we go to the, you know, Thailand. And where it all began, summer two thousand sixteen, OSK. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's that was, they were an expansion team for that league. They were that was the first year they ever was in the league. Um they weren't expected to to do nothing but win zero games and you know, have a smile on their face and go home. Um but they uh, signed Avery Sherry? Yeah, they signed me and uh, and a bunch of Tito Jacksons and um <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did, didn't you get drafted into the PBA one time? I did. Yeah, I did. That, was, See, that, that was, that's the kind of last year before last. Yeah, 2015. No, 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 no. Larry before last. Right before I went out to oh, so to play was, for High Tech. It was oh, after okay. the OSK. It's 2016. Oh, okay. yeah, 2016, I got drafted. Yeah, but for the Wangs. Yeah. yeah. Number. What was the top ten? Mm -hmm. So yeah, before that you played for what were they called? The team where you said that they, they didn't have that many oh. other players. Oh, so OSK. 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 Yeah. yeah. Air, how, Airlines, our airline. How'd that season go? Um, we made the playoffs. Obviously, As we made the playoffs. That was you know what I'm nights. Yeah. I yeah. never seen. Made I've never playoffs. seen this guy shoot so much in my life. This guy was shooting hella. I was in. I was in. Shout out to all the people who continue to know the story. Um, I went out there, and people don't know the story, but I went out there also with another broken ankle. I played in this tournament at Cleveland um, High School, and um, 
I met a girl step and this dude there told me before they got this dude has been undercutting the dude, so watch out. Um, my girl stepped the dude, he undercut me. I stepped right on his foot and heard crack, 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 and more cracks. Um, they say I know my, my foot's the size of a balloon and I'm in the hospital. Um, so I went out to I went out to um, Thailand the first time in a walking boot. Ooh. Hopped off the plane. I know they were like, what? Mm-mm. Hopped off the plane, went to the bathroom, took the walking boot off, took my shoes out, put the walking boot in my backpack, took my shoes, tied them around each backpack, and walked out. Not knowing if I was going to limp or whatever, I'm thugging this. And then for the first week, I just told them I was sick and had to get adjusted just so I could heal. I touched down in there, asked for the Wi-Fi password, and immediately hop on YouTube. I need to know what's going on with my ankle. Why? Ooh. Two weeks later, it's still swollen. It's still black right. and blue. And right. What's going on? And I'm out here, you know, with my life on the line. Because I had been home for a year. And this was my opportunity. You know, I had a fresh, pregnant, you know. My, my son was just being born. You know, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on. I just came from a Mongolia situation where my girl was pregnant or my wife was pregnant at the time. So, you know, I had to come back home, take care of that, and try to be home for an extended period of time after the birth. So there's a lot of shit going on at the time. So right. OSK was like, all right, I got an opportunity. Guy gave me a second chance. Crack, crack, crack. No, your ankle is done. Now now get through this uh, adversity. Get through this obstacle again. Every time I get an opportunity, it's always something. So I wound up breaking my joint. And uh, playing the whole season that way and getting MVP. But did yeah. you ever tell anyone on the team? Absolutely not. Wow, that was going to be my secret until we either won the championship or whatever. Don't nobody, nobody knows. So nobody knows. What t- what tells you about this guy? He was so resilient. He was, you know, he was named top shooting guard, which is I, I did, that still bothers me, and I'll get more into that. Top shooting guard, second in the league in scoring, fifth in rebounding, first in assists, second in steals. All on a bum ankle as a rookie in that league. As a rookie in that and, league, and, and led that team. Yeah, and in every they, they made the final four category. Yeah. there was like ten teams, and only the top four made it, and we made it. They made the final four. Led my team in rebounds, points, assists, every category. Wasn't there, wasn't there a couple former NBA cats in that league? Uh, Who was in that league that year? At the time, no, no. D one cats. Oh, oh, yeah. Where I mean, there's there always D1 like, cats, a million. Like a North million. Carolina cat or some. Yeah. He I had, mean, uh, even in ABL, there was a couple NBA dudes and, you know, some cats. I played on a team with a dude from North Carolina. He played on a team, a national championship team. I think oh, he had one of the national championships. Justin Knox. Yeah, he had one, one with them guys, with Ty Lawson and them guys. Um, So that happened. And then something kind of unique, a unique opportunity came up for you. Uh, you got to play in this little tournament, but you got to play with your cousin. But so just explain that real quick. We don't have yeah, to go um, in depth about it. It, it was the uh, it you was played for the yeah. NS in Matrix in Malaysia. Shout out the, to Malaysia and the whole NS Matrix family and everybody. Yeah, we it, played uh, in that tournament the, and uh, they M- needed a big Mutiara Cup. Is that a did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Chamura Cup. Yeah, we um, you know, they needed a big and uh, at the time I, I, I remember you I was asked just coming me. home. I you know I was like, man, I got to put my cousin Ann on, man. You know, any opportunity I can to put on some, my family or somebody close to me or somebody that reaches out and has the balls enough to ask me, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's what I did. I put them on, and, you know, you got to take take it from there. We went out there, and we, we had a good time, and, you know, we balled. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt, man. He, man. Got, he got hurt the first night. 
you know, I, I we had a situation and I talked to him like, listen, you can't get it all back in one day. You know, he had took some time off from playing overseas, like four or five, six years. And, yeah. you know, he kind of wanted to get it all back in one swoop instead of gradually taking your baby steps. You know, you got to save all your mustard and your mayonnaise for the game, baby. Don't be hot dogging in practice. You ain't got nothing to prove in practice. It's just us. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and he didn't understand. And I told him that from Rip. So the very first night, I wake up kind of early because I'm still on USA time. You know, about 6.37 in the morning, I get up, and uh, he's just walking in through the door in a full sweat. And I'm like, what you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just out there getting my beach workout. I was on my Kevin Garnett shit. <laughs> I said, like, what? And I said, dog, before, I said, the last things I told you before I went to sleep was what? Go to sleep. Right. Get some good rest. You have nothing to prove. Save your shit for the games, baby. Because you know, at that time, I've been overseas for the last three, four years. I'm seasoned right now. Mm-hmm. It ain't like it was five years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's way different. You feel me? He don't understand that. So, um, he get hurt that first night on the beach, that first morning on the beach. Damn. He coming in limping. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, I think I pulled my hamstring. And, you know, a couple hours go by. Just that night, he showed me. Shit, this shit purple and blue. I'm like, fuck, bro. We've been here less than 24 hours and you're hurt. And, and, you know, from there, it was just a snowball effect. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, oof. but you did play with the, you did, you guys did get second in that. Um, you guys got second in that tourney. Nice little bag that you took home. So, but so for the last, what's that? One, two, three, three seasons. You've been playing for high tech. Yeah, shout out to high tech. Out in, uh, it's either in the TBL or the TBSL. Absolutely. You're a three, you're a three time shooting guard of the year, which is hella weird. You've led the league in triple doubles the last three seasons. I mean, this is TBL and TBSL. Um, you've led in assists. So, um, man, just talk to us about the experience. It seems you've been like, you have a, man, I think from all your, the places you've been, you have a nice following. And then, you know, people are making rap songs about you. People are shout, like shout out to everybody in Thailand. People are hit, hitting you up on your on your um. It was Cisco in it out there. <laughs> people are hitting you up uh, on your man. Facebook fan page, like man, you're my favorite player, you're my idol. Humble, Sending, humble, they, humble beyond words. So, um, so Thailand man. shows love, man. So if you haven't followed Avery Shear on Facebook on his uh, fan page, go for, make sure you follow that. You know I run it. You know what I'm saying. So uh, uh, I would I would tell you all my little other little Instagram handles and all that, but I've taken a social media hiatus. Okay. It's been like seven months since I actually been on social media, Facebook or anything. It's been about seven months. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go a year. I might get back on my birthday. I've been telling people I'm gonna get back on my birthday, but I don't know. I've just been liking. You know what? What I noticed was, um, I was at the dinner table one time and I was in Thailand. And uh, I sat back. And there was about seven of us at the dinner table, and I sat back and I said, "Damn, we're all on the fucking phone. We're all at the dinner table. We're on the phone. Right. All of us heads down in the fucking phone." <laughs> and I said, "I'm missing life, man. I'm missing. I'm missing life. I'm missing stuff that's going on, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I got my head in my fucking phone and I'm scrolling. And I said, I'm missing life. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna become a vegetarian." And I'm going to get the fuck off social media because this shit is poisoning my mind. And my, I need to, I got to get rid of this. Not cool. So I ain't been on since. And it, I've been seeing the world a lot differently. I've been, you know, noticing things that I didn't before. And I don't know. Like I told, you know, I say I get back on my birthday, but really, I ain't tripping. Right. 
Really? I ain't really tripping, bro. You know, they be asking, asking me shit. I'm like, I don't know. It's on social media. I don't know what the fuck is going on in anybody's life right now. I don't right. know. But then it's a two-way sword because, you know, people have hit me up on Messenger like, bro, I miss your videos. They're inspiring me. The times where I didn't get up and wake up. You know, I was, you know. So, it's, it's a two-way street. And um, so, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Right. So, t- talk to us about high tech how you know the how the experience has been man shout out to high tech man they're a one organization man you know what i'm saying they treat their players the way they're supposed to be treated you know what i'm saying if you don't want nobody all in your videos dancing <laughs> come to high tech nick you know um yeah man high tech man they show love man you know they, they treat us right man and any and everything that i ever asked for they take care of and take care of fast so i can't i got no excuses i got no complaints and uh i just want to win boston championship that's just my goal man, he treats me so right you've been killing out there you've you been know, killing so. man i just been watching a lot of games you you're doing your thing bro appreciate it's that. like appreciate you're, that. you're like a uh you're like a celebrity slash hero out there man the people they just gravitate towards you no there's some good people out there man there's some real good people i got a lot of fan fear a lot of different things that they're giving me at the games and things of that nature um they're, they're really good people out there man and um they always show me love and i always want to um return the favor and it's you know but it's it's kind of like one of those things that it's what you're striving for you know you're in your i don't know what are you in six seven seasons it's like that you've been second place Three or four times, yeah, I'm man. Sick, I'm, I'm sick of um, going to the chip and losing. Um, I went to the chip with Thailand. I mean, with you know, with high tech. I mm-hmm. went to the chip in Brunei. Um, I've been to the. Ch- I mean, I've been to the chip in Malaysia. I've been to the chip a lot of times. I say that to say any team that I've been on, I've been to the chip, but I haven't won a chip. Right. So. Um, it's coming, bro. That's, that's what is looting my legacy. That's what is looting. You know. That's what. We, makes me work hard that's what keeps me up that's why i'm in the gym at three o'clock in the morning with a full sweat from working out is because i don't have a championship and i ain't shit without that in my eyes you feel right me? I, I play to win championships and i'm tired of you know coming up short so every off season i feel like i have to do something different i have to research something different i have to study something different because whatever it was for that season didn't work whether i won shooting guard mvp or back-to-back defensive players of the year like i have um all that shit is nice it really is and it's for 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 bragging purposes and gloating you know but um the championship is what i play for and i haven't won one so until i do that i just feel like my game is not where it needs to be and i'm gonna continue to get better every day right all right, man. That's it's definitely just so far a hell of a career. You leave Sunday. Well, you're leaving back Sunday? Yeah, I'm leaving Sunday, man. I mean, it's a little, you know, I've only been back, but two weeks, two and a half weeks, and I'm already leaving again. Um, you know, But I'm going to be back for the rest of the, you know, the summer. And for the, the TBL, that. that goes to what, July? Yeah, end of July, you know, whatever. That's cool. That's and cool. You'll be back and get on these jet skis, man. You, man, I hit you up about the jet skis. You said, "Oh, I have north. Let's go up north." And then I said, "Wait, how long? <laughs> Two hours away?" And I, listen, let's keep it local. You feel me? The sound, like my, come on, man. This is what I. You got when it's town. I'm gonna be in the town. We get little man out there because also we didn't even travel like that. We didn't go to the other side by Alcott. We didn't get you know. I'm trying to go travel a little bit. I want you, you know. You want to get in the salt water? Fill it up a little bit and let's just go out. From, you know, let's just go out and play a little bit, man. I'm trying to play. <laughs> you know, when my you let me at the house, man. Can I? You know, I'm trying to have adventures. You know, that's what I'm about. I want to have fun. I want to have adventures. You know, I'm a free spirit, and um, that's just how I'm rolling. 
Definitely. So we just got a couple things. So just a couple little Q and A's about. Yes, sir. Just about the game. Okay. Well, I, was, I was gonna ask. You know, in the last couple of years, you said you got a lot of fanfare. What's like the craziest thing a fan has gave you? Like a portrait of yourself, or like? Yeah, I mean, I've got collages and pictures. Yeah, all, all all that. I got a laminated Wikipedia picture like frame. I I mean. But the craziest? That's that's creative. They just I got a, like a I got like a booklet with I love yous all over it and like two million hearts and every share wrote in her handwriting thousands of times. Like hey, I'm like okay, hey. she might wow. show up at my door, bro. Like hey, hold on, bro. But no, um, it's always love though. It's always really? love, and I always appreciate it. And I'm always humble when somebody comes and presents me something after the game because they took time out of their day to um put something together for me and i'm always appreciative of that you know what i'm saying um, you inspire them yeah definitely the love is mutual definitely you're so who's the uh if you was to cut your two-part question so the first one who do you playing overseas last six six seasons six seven seasons who's the best player you've had to go up against not like a big man i because you obviously you don't guard the bigs but like Who's the best, like, well, overall player that you've had to go? I mean, against? I played against a lot of great players, and um, oh, oh, for your overseas career, overseas, yeah, yeah overseas, I played against a lot of great players overseas. I went to a lot of different schools and maybe the league as well. And um, I've come to realize a couple of things: one, that not everybody on TV is filthy. You know, I always thought that everybody on TV was good. Like, oh shit, he good. He on TV good. That was always my mentality. I'm from the hood, bro. Like, right. You know, I'm thinking he's good. And I realized once I got on the court with these dudes that I was a lot better. Not just better, I was a lot better. And it was, I wouldn't say it was easy to prove, but I enjoyed proving it so much that it felt easy. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, the hardest player that I've seen, I had to, I, it wasn't even that I played against him. I was damn near admiring him during the game. But I, I guarded him one time. Um, was this like dude from like Israel? He was like, you know, a Muslim dude. Like his name was Muhammad something. He played on the Chinese Gan Wong team with Ryan Bowright. Shout out to my boy oh, Ryan, Ryan Bowright. Bowright. Okay, well, Ryan Bowright. That's okay. my boy. Okay. Oh, okay. man. So he played on the team with Ryan Bowright. And um, he was nice probably like six five six six strong can shoot athletic smart i'm like dog why the fuck is he so good like he's good just one of those i hate playing players that are just good you know fundamentally sound good one dribble pull up stop like you know those are the players that are hardest to guard that's so, why Tim so Duck you, is the best power forward. So, you just, so basically, you just described Charlie's game in a nutshell. Yeah, <laughs> spot up shooter. You know, knock down threes. Tie corner. my shoe. Tie my shoe. Mm, <laughs> timely, <laughs> timely threes when clutch. Yeah, clutch buckets. I remember them all. Hey, uh, get that in the corner. Facts. Well, knock him down. Agent zero. So yeah, that would be him. I mean, I played against a lot of great players and this, that, and the third. You know, but uh, I mean, I've gotten well. the better end of a lot of different matchups. But that dude. Like um, when I when he caught the ball in the wing, I said, "Yeah, let me see what the fuck going on." Yeah, let me tap in right now. And when he hit me with a, a, a pump fake, jab step baseline, go middle, and I'm like, "Oh, I timed it." 
and then I'm almost about to block it, and he take an extra dribble in an extra step when I thought right. he was going up and lay it reverse on me. I'm like, God, he is good. Good. So, I mean, that's the best player that I've seen, like, overseas. I was like, okay. You know, but I played against a lot of players, bro, yeah. from all no, I saw, I've seen Arizona, any school that you can think of I played against. But him, he was fucking good as fuck. Mar, what about um, and the second part of that is, do you have, I know it's kind of a, a wishy-washy question, but do you have, like, a favorite teammate? A favorite teammate. Mm. Little bro. You know, because you, no, a teammate I that know. you play with overseas. Overseas? Yeah. <sighs> teammate that I play with overseas that I rock with. I mean, there's a lot of dudes that I rock with. Um, I mean, or, or you, see, you ma- just pick ma- majority. From the I mean, majority of the time, a lot of dudes that I fuck with be playing on another team. They feel my energy. They feel my realness, and we attract. You know, the oh, real, yeah, yeah. the real, the real is always gonna attract to each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? They see me in my solo doing, doing my thing off man, You know, a lot of niggas is talking, and you know what I mean. So, yeah. um, so, but, but to answer your question, my favorite teammate. One okay, one of my favorite teammates was probably uh, Shi Fai. Shi Fai was a Chinese Malaysian dude, but it was cool. Oh, he had the little burner from Malaysia, right? Had a jumper. He had the burner there. Smooth. I remember, you know, we that was my first dorm mate, a roommate. When we get the rooms, you know, when we go travel, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he was sponsored by Li Ning at the time, and that's when D Wade was. So yeah, I remember he popped open the suitcase one day and shit. He had all his shit. His whole suitcase was all plastic bags, like fresh rip. Oh, oh wow! Come on down. Damn, hold on, bro. Damn. I said you didn't. Uh, you, how you packing? He's, oh, girl, you know, smooth. And we kicked it. He, you know, I'd be on the phone, Facetime, arguing with B. You know, he, mm. he, he ain't tripping, like you know, <laughs> kick it. You know, like, he come in, like, oh, what you doing? I'm going out. You know, he go out, do his thing, come back like three in the morning. That was my guy, though. Um, and he was a hell of a player and a hell of a shooter. And I used to kick his ass in, sh- in three-point shooting and practice. And he knows that. Shout out to him. But he could shoot his ass off. But he knows. Right. Right. I shoot when I want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of he was with Lee Ning. Have you picked up any sponsorships? Um, any endorsements? I mean, I've talked to a few people. i talked to some CEOs. I mean, just as recently as last season, I talked to the peak people. No, that guy. Oh, yeah. They was trying to work on a little logo. They was trying to work on giving me a little shoe and whatever else. Um, so I mean, I still in the possibility of happening. I just talked to some people, but not everybody gonna say what they want to say until it happens. Until I'm in the, you know, right. Until talking. I'm near with, yeah. you know, at a table like this and we, you know, d- discussing things. Um, I'm gonna put it in God's hands and let the rest be what it be. I'm just gonna, good. You know, I win the championship. That might change a lot. I mean, but can you yes. imagine Flay with his own shoe? Oh wow! What would the logo be? A 360 <laughs> layup. Uh, yeah, that's patenting. I didn't patent that. I'm sorry. What was the one you was, you wanted to ask him? He was talking about this morning. Oh, the Twitter beef. Oh, which one? With, with me and Maul? When I yeah, I went to Rainier Beach. I was like, I gotta go watch. Yeah, with me and Maul. Even though I didn't have Twitter. Um, so the story, the story goes, Flav played Jamal's team in the in the pro am, and Flav did work. He did work, you know. And then he put a put a little post up. I remember he texted me. He was like, "Bro, I promise you, I have 40 on Jamal." And then uh, he put you know he put a post up on Facebook. And I guess word got back to Jamal. If you guys don't know who Jamal, Jamal Crawford, for our, all of our listeners who are not from Seattle, Jamal Crawford. And then, you know, he puts on Twitter, 
you know, tell Avery to stop lying, you know, and then you, <laughs> so you go back to the film, you, you go back to the stats and I guess it wasn't 40 or whatever, but it was damn near close, you know, but in the heat of the moment, you're pretty fired up. It you, it it's a lot you know, of, I mean, I mean, it's a lot of adrenaline. I just, I, and I can't blame all. And I, I've told a few people this and I'm going to tell everybody now. And, and, you know, it's not Maul's fault. Maul didn't know what was coming to him. You got to realize that I had been in, in Mongolia for th- two or three months at the time on basically 22-hour lockdown, okay? It's so cold in, in, in Mongolia that if you go outside, you, you can't breathe in. Like, you have to have something wrapped around your nose and your face and your hands to even walk down the street. Oh, so I'm wow. in the house for 22 hours a day other than practice for two hours. So all I did was look at film and study film all day. So I've been studying more for the past month and a half before I even came home. So he had no idea that I knew everything that he was going to do. Everything. He had no advantage. He had no advantage over me. Cause I knew exactly what he was going to do right. every single time. Man, you guys so it's not his fault that I did that to him. He wasn't expecting. You you got to realize when I when I say twenty two hours, I'm not exaggerating for all the listeners. Right. It's Mongolia. It's cold. It's in between Russia and China, and it's freezing. It's freezing. People out there wearing. You can't go out the house without two coats, two pair of pants. It's like that. Right. And that's every day. That's so part of the overseas grind. So that's what I'm experiencing. So I'm in the house and I can't do nothing. And I, you know, I watch movies here and there, but I like to watch basketball, and that's all I do is watch basketball. All that right. time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, I'm watching hoop. You know, but obviously I'm watching other things as well. You know, you know, I get into my you know flat earth theories and my you know my animal stuff. I like to watch a lot about animals and things of that nature. And just knowledge in general, I'm attracted to. I'm attracted to right. knowledge in general. But you know, I'm watching hoop. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he didn't know what was coming. So although I dropped my numbers. I also locked him up. So if he would have dropped 30 and I dropped 30, it's no problem. But I dropped 30 and lock you up from less than 10 points. I mean. Right, but at the end of the day, it's just basketball. It's not. We know, hooping. Yeah, it's no, no animosity. We hooping. It's all love. He was the only one that was mad. Right. He was the only one that was talking. I wasn't doing no talking. I'm quiet as a church mice out there. But I'm. But when you start chirping, I'm going to chirp a little bit back. You know, I'm not, don't let don't let me, cause I when I talk, I talk, and there ain't no stopping me from there. So I mean, anytime I'm gonna talk back to it a little bit, anytime, that, yeah, I didn't play against Allen Iverson, and like that's cool. So when you're done naming all those people that you just named, you just throw my name right in there too. <laughs> Since you play with all these players, and you know, I'm like, cause I'm this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, th- but but I got the respect though. I got what I wanted out of that. God works in mysterious ways, and He worked in my favor, cause at the end of the day. I got a phone call the next week talking right. about coming to Rainier Beach. I said, for what? They said, for an uh, open gym. I said, bro, you're in Israel. This is Trey calling me at the time. Bro, you're in Israel. No, I'm back. I've been back for like two days. They want they want you to come to Rainier Beach. Who's they? Oh, oh Maul. Oh, Maul wants me to come to beach. Oh, okay. okay, so I pull up to beach. I was there. And, and, and you know me. I'm always going to come with my crew. Little bros. That's just what I do. I'm not coming with no. I'm coming with my little bros, and we gonna hoop. And I wanna hoop with my little bros too. I'm gonna hoop with them, and we are gonna play against y'all. What's up? That didn't happen, but was wishful thinking. I come in the gym, <clears throat> but when I pull up, I see lots of fancy cars outside. I said, "Hmm, 
what's going on in here today? <laughs> mm, Bentleys and Range Rovers and Benzes. Right. Hmm. Right. Oh, this is interesting. And as soon as I walk in the gym, Nate, ooh, Ma, Ma, he's here, Ma. Oh, so y'all been talking, and it's a thing, huh? Listen, I ain't even been worried about y'all. I've been chilling, grinding, working out. Like, I'm about to go back overseas, and it's that, like, I got so much shit I'm worried about, bro. So, we went and hooped. We did, you know, it, it was, I mean, it was a it was a blessing and an honor to get invited to, you know, to earn the respect from the, you know, the top guys in the in the state. And be like, all right, you've been blessed to play with us, you know, in our own personal pickup games that we that we play in. So private. Yeah, you know, so it was cool. Oh, you you play, know, you they play. pick the teams and shit like it's real NBA like, you know. Yeah, NBA rules. Real NBA and corny like. <laughs> yeah, I said it. And I don't care. Like it's corny. Shit's corny. You know, let's just play basketball. I mean, we're all players and we all just have fun to play basketball because we're not getting paid. But you're on your, you know, politic. And always get the mismatch. And then, you know, a person, two people touching the ball and shit. That's corny. I'm not playing with you weak ass niggas. I don't care about none of that. Like, let's just play ball and have fun, bro. We all got stature and, you know, things that we did in our careers. Let's just hoop, have some fun, you know, talk some shit and go home. But all this, you know, politicking and, you know, structure. Nah, bro. Chill out. I, you know, and that's why I never really got in when everybody liked that, like that. So I just wanted to be able to do my own thing, you know? Yeah. I fuck with everybody, but I just want to be able to do my own thing, bro. And I don't want to be seen as, oh, he's with the such and such, or he's with those guys and kissing ass. Nah, I ain't never been that dude. Right. I ain't never going to be that dude. Right. I want to be with my own crew, my own people, and I empower, I, I want to empower them, you know? Definitely. So, yeah, man. You got anything else, Chuck? Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I think, I think pretty much, pretty much that's it. What? That's all. All the questions I have, you know, for first guest, it was nice. It was nice to kind of, you know, take a travel back in time a little bit. Talk about the career of a one of our good friends, somebody that we've seen grow up since mm-hmm. he was seventeen. You know, it was. It's been dope. I mean, yeah. I mean, y'all, y'all seen me do it. I mean, we've seen the growth. On, on top of the support that I got from y'all, you know, I feel like it was just an honor and a privilege for me to be on this station with y'all. Y'all doing something special here. We appreciate to, it. You know, push the culture and the movement forward. Um, I'm just here to inspire. You feel me? The, the way that I got it and how I did it, the road that I took was unconventional. But um, definitely, to say the my, least, the road man. less traveled. My, my job is to um, tell my story, get it out there, and um, hopefully help others. You feel me? That's my job. You feel me? To help, to help the next generation come up and. Let them know that whatever your dreams or goals is, you can attain those, but these are the ways that you can attain them. You know what I mean? These are the steps that you can take to attain them. I just wanna, don't want to talk you to death. I also want to show you and um, make your dreams a reality. So that's why I do it. That's why I grind. And that's why I continue to do what I'm doing. Definitely. Definitely. I was going to say, part of the overseas grind, yeah, like you said, you watch TV. When you're over there in like Malaysia and those other countries in Thailand, what is it, a 12, 15-hour time difference? Yeah, like, about so everyone 12, here, 12 to 14 hour time difference. Everyone here is pretty much sleep when you're awake. Type Absolutely. Stuff. So Absolutely. how do you how do you get through your day? Um, just on like you, you know, know, I'm just doing random stuff. I might be in the gym, um, or doing whatever, running errands, practice. They give you a whip. Okay, hard. No, um, it all depends on what country you go to. They give you cars in certain countries, but nah, you know, we we travel through the the trains and the taxis are pretty cheap. Um, so we 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 do that we do it that way. But I mean, every time I go, you know, it's an honor and a privilege to play. And, you know, I'm going. 
going to continue to play every game like it's my last. And uh, hopefully the fans and the people appreciate that. Um, no, I think they do. They're they, making songs, making rap songs about you. Shout out to Ill Slick. Yeah. Um, they're making shoot seven million views. Yeah. Damn. Damn. I mean, we you got like nineteen hundred followers on your on your fan page. Uh, man, they've sending you pictures. You know, to talk, talk no, about love. idols. It's man, all, I mean, it's always love. It's just dope to see. You know, as you know, me and Charlie, we've been here from the start, and we've seen this. You know, really evolve. And I and I and I never thought that neither. I never thought that overseas would giving me the same feeling that somebody in the NBA would have. Obviously, we don't make the same amount of money, but it's the same amount of joy and satisfaction knowing that when you come after games, you're gonna sign 200 autographs, and people are genuinely wanna fuck with you and genuinely come up to you and ask you questions. Like, I give you an example. Me and my wife was in the mall, and this is a, like an international mall in Thailand, and. Um, you know, we're doing a little shopping and this, that, and the third. And some kid ran up to me out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you Avery Shear? Can I take a picture with you? So, you know, in Thailand, the type of place where it's so big. not Nobody knows nobody, dog. It's so right. big, dog. Right. Like, you know, so the mall that we went to was an international mall. He got, you know, 10 floors, you know, 2,000 stores. Like, it's a big mall, dog. Like, you know, people are in and out of there every day from all mm-hmm. over the world. So it was just so crazy that we're in that mall at that time and some shit like that happens. So I say that to say that kids, people, anybody that is attaining their dream and it has the dream of like, say, the NBA is the highest level. There's other avenues that will give you that same amount of joy that's on close to the same level of, you know, satisfaction, the competition, all those things that you want. And you can get those same things that you want in the other aspects the same way that you wanted them for whatever goal or dream that you had. You know what I mean? You can get that. So yeah. I, I, I'm humbled when I'm able to do that or somebody comes up to me like that. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Like me? Why, why me? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's a blessing. You know, I get the same thing that they get just in a different way, but the same love. That's what's up. Yeah, man. That's dope. That's, That's crazy. definitely an inspiring story. No question. So, you know, we just, we just want to appreciate or we want to appreciate. We just want to thank you. Show our appreciation to you for coming on, being yeah, our inaugural inaugural guest on the BTST pod. Um, shout out, shout out to them. I mean, shout out to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to them, <laughs> you know, you know, to them. You know, Bruce. You know, Bruce fucks. With, he's on the pod too. Oh what? Bruce. Yeah. Hey, Bruce. Shout out to the old Who Fest. Facts. Three P. Man, we had, a, we had a nice little run, man. Hey, man. That's when that Lil Wayne Carter 2 came that, in. Was, no, I mean, uh, Carter, Carter 3. 3, 3, 3. P. Mm-hmm. We played that on repeat yeah. the whole way to the to the games every day. Mm-hmm. And then Mo shot us out the tournament. <laughs> Shout out to Mo. Mo was supposed to put me on at Washington State. Oh, that's right. But, you know. Shout out to him. But that, he, you know, Just like playing in those hoop passes. I remember playing in so many different men's leagues. And you would play, and cats would come up to me because I was always the captain. Like, who is this guy? Man, where'd you get this All guy from? So many referees talking. Like, man, who give is me this your dude? number. Who you know how many number? Many times I didn't gave somebody my number right. with with false hopes. <laughs> right. Come on, man. Thousands. We, we played against that one cat, and Avery was giving him work. But he he went on to play somewhere and won some NAIA national championship or something. Remember that cat? It was a native Native American guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you stayed up with. He did something. Or he got MVP of some league. Mm-hmm. It was like Avery was chopping him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a native dude. He was like on TV or something. Yeah. Some national title game. 
But yeah. Hoofest, man. No, you're past those Hoofest days. You're a pro now, man. Yeah, Hoofest gave me plantar fasciitis, too. Shout out to the, to the concrete That's floors. Because and you were playing in the asphalt. one. Yeah, I was playing in the Jordan ones for, for two games and reeled me. <laughs> gave me plant, gave me planter, so Ugh. I, like I like I told you, it's always something. So that's going into. I remember you were throwing that, up. That's fresh out of jail and coming to going into my first year at Shoreline. That's so right. That whole summer, we're playing at Bellevue Community College Summer League. I'm playing with planters flashitis. And you're like, I'm and you're the center. Come on, man! It feels like I got uh, uh, um, pins, safety pins in my heels. You were the literally. center. Like it's it's a feeling I never felt, and it was ill. And there's no cure. You just has to go away. So that's when I'm di- more shit I got to deal with before my my journey begins. I'm still dealing with with stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm always dealing with stuff. <laughs> so you know. But that's just part of my story, you know. Whether I'm overseas getting my teeth knocked back, or getting bit by a dog, or being home, yikes, and, and having some shit go on, it's always some shit with me, and there's always a story. And right. I got thousands of stories. This is the AB share of thirty for thirty. <laughs> Boy, if the Ro, if the if the walls could talk, the things that would say, Ro. Um, what if I told you? I've, I've seen <laughs> a lot. There was a kid named Avery Share. I've seen a lot, man. I got stories for days, bro. Trust, trust. <laughs> crazy stories but um that's what that overseas life is about sometimes it's a grind man it is but it's a you know it's a gift and a curse you gotta you be know. you gotta be strong-minded to take it to make yeah, it yeah man you know because I'm, I'm missing time i'm missing my family and missing my children you know and i'm missing things in their lives that i can't get back so um mm, w- yeah. w- with your gift there's always a curse and with your it's you know sacrifice you, you, yeah with your goals and your dreams it's always going to be a sacrifice and if you're chasing those you must understand that you must understand there's a period of time and times where you know they're not going to be the way you want them to and other people are going to be affected because of that but you know you only have a certain amount of time to chase those dreams right right the time waits for no man so know that don't start now start right now i dig it you know don't start now you know, I used to be a Monday guy. You know what a Monday guy is? No. You be you want to do some shit so bad, it'd be on a Thursday, Wednesday. You're like, you know what, on Monday, I'm doing, some, doing this shit. Right. And then that Monday goes by, and that Monday goes by, and 10 years go by. That was 10 years worth of Mondays. You know, whatever you want to do, just do it now. Oh, I want to start a business. Don't start on Monday. Start right the fuck now. Start right now. Whatever. Start right now. Cause you know what? There's I know 15 to 20 dudes that didn't make that Monday. You know what I'm saying? I know 15 dudes that just wanted to make it through that Wednesday that didn't make it through that Wednesday and died, and I had to go to their funerals. You feel me? So don't start your dream or your goal on a Monday or t- yeah. I must start it right now. Yeah, Cause definitely. tomorrow's not promised. I tell coaches that they get mad at me and shit. And then when they, you know we playing against a weak ass team, and now oh, we only gonna play a certain amount of minutes today. I'm like, oh, I say okay, but in my mind I'm like, I'm really not feeling that. I'm also not playing. Don't tease me. So we get in a situation, I'm like, right. why you take me out? And I told you, I said, listen, bro, what if I die tomorrow? Then I didn't get to play the, the right men. I didn't get to give everything that I had. And they're like, what? Dying? Like, you look at me crazy. Dying? We, bro, tomorrow's not promised. And I've seen a lot of shit. Look look at the player that just played in the G League this year. Died right there in the court oh, yep. playing D. Oh, yep. yeah. Shout out to him and his whole family. Rest in peace. Um, He died right there in the court. Sticking D. Running out for a regular transition, right. or you know, shot. Oh, and he's died right there. 
Yeah. Was that doing the G League? Yeah, doing the G League. This is just like two weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe less than. Yeah, just died right there in the court, man. Even, so even talking about Bo Kimball's teammate. Even right? Bo Kimball's Hank teammate. Gathers. Yeah, died right there. In the, I mean, nothing's promised. So I, if I play, I want to play. And I want to give everything that I got. You know what I'm saying? I want no question. No, you ain't never got to question me. Yeah, definitely. Westbrook mentality. You ain't never got to question me. AI mentality. Uh, who's going who's gonna to win the title this year? Oh. Is it going to be the Dubs, man? Tell me something else, nah, man. No, man, you called, nah, you called the Rockets last year, man. You got to stick with that. No, nah, I'm not last sticking with no Rockets. I got, I, this is what my teams I've been rocking with all season this year. It's, I got Philly and the Pacers in the East. Oh. And I got the Pelicans. Pelican fly. In Utah in the West. Oh, okay. Those have been my squads. I've been riding with Donovan Those Mitchell are the underdogs, man. The underdog yeah, story. Man. Yeah, that's what I, that's those are the teams I've been rocking with, you know. All the depots, my man's, you know. I like the young guns in Philly. Been rocking with them all season, and um, my guy Bellinelli. I mean, obviously AD. AD is one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player in the league right now. Um, you know, they got a maestro handling the, the peel over there. Um, so, those are just the teams that I like: Utah, the Pelicans, um, the Pacers, and Philly. And that's just what it is. I dig it. I like to ride with the underdogs. I'm an underdog guy. I see it. I don't like to ride with the who's hot. I used to like the Warriors when they had BD and, you know, and, and Steven like Jackson and Matt Barnes the first time Matt Barnes was there. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, and Pietrich, you know, Presby. <laughs> like, I, I can name cats that they don't know that was on the squad before, you know. Dan- foil and Dun- Dunleavy, bro. That was my man. Number when he was wearing number ten. Mike Dunleavy, Dunleavy. Jr. He played on that. He played on the team. He was getting it. I, I, I was a fan when Jeremy Lin was on there getting no burn. <laughs> Jalen. Jeremy Lin was on there backing up Monte. And he and was Steph. a and he was a local kid too at yep. the time. That's why it was you know a big deal. Yeah, local fans guy. was all over it. All right, man. Well. It's been fun. It's been a lot of storytelling, a lot of, a lot of stories, a lot of good times, a lot of trip down memory, uh, memory lane. So we just wanted to thank our first inaugural guest. Appreciate Avery y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. You know y'all for having me on and uh, showing y'all love and support for me since day one and uh, never changing. That's important. Y'all have always been the same and you always loved and respect me. I'm always gonna love and respect y'all to the day that I die. You know, so shout out to y'all. Shout out to the you know the whole podcast, man. I see y'all doing y'all thing, and uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, quick shout out to our sponsors. We got Break Bread Inc. with my bro in the house, who's in the house right now. Kai shout Green. out to Kai. Yeah, Break Bread. Go we get got, your merch. Break Bread we Entertainment. Got, we got Rekicks. Yeah, we got Rekicks with our man Paul Chung. Polly Paul. We got a uh, Supreme Cuts Barbershop. And then we got my bro, my cousin. Get your cuts. Get your best Slide cuts, Slide through man. food truck. Go through. Yeah, definitely. Get your eats, man. Get full. Get fed. And be happy with a nice belly. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for listening today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Shout out to Avery Share. Yes, sir. The one and only KOE EMC. Little man, take us out. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> You're...